Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. They're longtime friends. Let me tell you something real quick about dibs that I'm sure not everybody knows. <laughs> and first-time partners. Hang in there, big guy. There'll be brighter days ahead. Now these two homegrown Bay Area boys finally come together to take over sports talk. Get the hell off of my doorstep. Major League Baseball, you stink. It's Willard and Dibs <laughs> on 95.7 The Game. All right, so if I acknowledge something right from the jump, if I acknowledge something right from the jump, you know how sometimes people say question and a comment, Dibs? Of course. How about comment and a question? You can have everything you want, Mark. All right. Um, thank you. you get, I mean, all this I is, want is donuts on a Friday. And That's thank you, by the I way. Uh, one down, and uh, I can't say how many more to go. Yeah, more to go. Because I'm supposed to be uh, you know, trying to watch my P's and Q's, but I'm more concerned about watching yeah, my donuts. You're, you're amongst friends. You, thank you. You do whatever you want. Hello, but, friends. Yeah, here, okay, comment and a question. Here's okay. the first comment. Let it rip. Okay. Jonathan Kaminga should have played more in the fourth quarter last night. Okay. okay. Should have played in the fourth quarter at all. It's a hot take. Okay. Yeah. Now, here's a question. So Steve Kerr is the problem? Is that what some of you have assessed? And I know some of you are nodding. But let's go. 888-957-9570. Is that, is that where we've arrived? Steve Kerr is the, the problem. Well, the is a big word. If there was a different coach, things would be okay. Or things would be headed in the right direction. I'm and I this is a genuine question. I'm not saying that I'm not here to listen to what everyone has to say about that. I want clarity. Is that what we're saying? Steve Kerr. We have we have watched now what are they, 16 and 18? Yep, okay, 34, 34 games, games. Almost halfway there. And we have assessed and we have broken it down and we have thought about things rationally, probably not rationally. And, Never. And we have looked at it through the lens of all the players, the organization as a whole, and we have arrived at the answer. Steve Kerr is the problem. I think you're using the wrong word. Okay. It's not the, it's a. Okay. Steve Kerr Tell is, me about uh, that. is Steve Kerr a problem? Yes. Steve Kerr is a problem. And is he making these decisions based on what he thinks? What Joe Lacob wants what Mike Dunleavy thinks, what Steph Curry thinks, and Clay and Draymond and the vets. Where does this come from? Because what we have is a team that has blown five leads. I think four. Four leads four of, of, of 18, 18 or more. Yeah. Which is unconscionable. Yeah, think, it, of, think of their record if they just win those four games. Correct. And think about how many close games they've lost. Mm-hmm. And think about, you know, Jonathan Kaminga. Whether or not you think he should be talking or not, he is, and he should have played. And he said to us before that Moses Moody should have played. 
and his rotations are an issue. He doesn't seem to get it right. And it's easy to say when you lose games, but that's ultimately what it comes down to. And Steve knows that. Sure. When you win, then you don't get questioned. When you lose, you get questioned. And when you have a young player in Jonathan Kaminga who's playing great, and he played great last night, and then he doesn't play anymore... I'm not saying he was the best player yeah. on the floor. Let's, let's, uh, today is he, a day he played where, really well. Today is a day where I, I just everyone just calmly receive what I'm about to say because he did. He, he looked good last night, and I like a lot of what we, he, we've seen this year, and I, it's already on Twitter that I hope he's not traded. Okay? But there's a little bit too much. Jonathan Kaminga is a great player for my taste today. Jonathan Kaminga is in a certain spot in his development. He is 21 years old. Some of what we see is highly encouraging. That's how I would define Jonathan Kaminga. So, a little bit too much for my taste of, you got a great player on the bench, and you left him out. Uh, eh. I agree with that, but all I said, and this is where I'm yeah. going to hang my hat today, okay. he played great last night. And he played, he, he played really well. He played the ninth fewest minutes of the nine guys who got to play basketball. It's and odd. That to me is beyond odd. It is unconscionable. I'm not going to say it's fireable because Steve Kerr is unfireable. You can't fire Steve Kerr. He's not a coach that you can just fire over this or anything outside of a major, major, mega scandal. I look at this, though, and I think, what's going on? Why would Jonathan Kaminga only play 19 minutes when he played really well in those 19 minutes and the team was doing well? And I know his excuse or his explanation, I don't want to say excuse because that has a negative connotation. His explanation was Andrew was playing well and we built this big lead. And then, yeah, it, I felt like, you know, he'd been. It had been a long time. It had been a long time. <laughs> So, and I understand the it had been a long time if you're talking about a 38 year old, but Jonathan Kaminga's 21. You could get him out of bed and give him 30 minutes, and he would be just fine. Let's let everybody hear exactly what Kerr said. Yeah, he was playing great, and and um, you know his normal time to go back in would have been around the you know five six minute mark. And uh, Wiggs was playing great, and we were rolling. We're up 18, 19, whatever it was, and so we just stayed with him. And then at that point, um, it didn't feel like it was the right thing to do. He'd been sitting for a while, so I stayed with the group that was out there. Obviously, you know we couldn't close it out. Um, he had been out for a while. Is an unsatisfying answer. Um, yeah. Like, the, the, you're not going to get any argument from anyone with regard to Jonathan Kaminga should have been in the game in the fourth quarter at some point. No one's going to argue. Is anyone going to argue that? I don't think anyone's going to argue that today. No, but the greater point, though, to me is why. Like, what is the root reason why Steve Kerr is not playing Jonathan Kaminga in these spots and, to a lesser extent, Moses Moody, why he got no minutes at all? Why do you think? Because he doesn't believe in Jonathan Kaminga or Moses Moody. Okay. Or... The other part of it that we won't probably ever find out about, do the veterans not want to play with Jonathan Kaminga? Well, I don't think that Steve Kerr has ever coached like a dictator. I don't think that's ever been that way. Right. So I think that the voices that you think have a voice in the room, they do. They do. So sure, Steph Curry, Draymond Green went active. Right. Clay is usually, my perception at least, and I think they've spoken to this, is usually just, you know, he's kind of whatever. He's over there in the corner. He not, he not going to go in there and throw a clipboard. 
But I think Steph's got a big voice. I think Draymond's got a big voice. I think Kevon Looney's got more of a voice than we realize. I think others on the coaching staff and in the front office have a voice. So everything that you see out there comes from all of those voices. I don't think Steve Kerr makes those decisions by himself. Right. And I don't think, as we already detailed earlier this week, I don't think he's racist. I don't think he hates winning. I don't think he hates young people. Exactly. I I agree with all that. I don't think he hates anything. I think he's got a philosophy that is maybe at odds with certain portions of the organization right now and is definitely... Uh, something with which we can disagree. But I do think that whatever he's doing, he has his reasons behind it. They may not be okay. They may not be working anymore. But um, let's acknowledge that when he's at a press conference, he can't say what the real reason is. That's what I feel. It's not that Jonathan was sitting too long. Um, It's probably that... Even today, talent acknowledged, Steve Kerr probably doesn't feel great about Jonathan Kaminga closing games. Because at age 21, he's not going to be the most cerebral player on the floor. Right, and your 35-year-old superstar was not your most cerebral player on the floor either. He was not, but he's obviously earned that. He sure has. And so when you see, and Steiny asks a fair question, what the hell is Chris Paul doing on the floor? Well, that's probably what he's doing on the floor. Is Standing there watching. He's 107 years old, and Steve's like, I trust him to know what we're trying to do. And this is the Warriors. They've reached a point where what they're trying to do doesn't really flow anymore with what the players can do. And that's the problem. Right. You either got old people who can't effectively run it anymore, or you've got young people who have the talent to do it, but they don't have the know-how to do it yet. And Steve still very much leans in the direction of those who can do it in their mind as opposed to those who can physically do it but don't sure. know what to do. At the expense and of a victory. To right a fault, now. maybe. To right. A, I, and I that is acknowledged and yeah. onward. Well, and onward is an interesting thing to, to say because you have 34 days till the trade deadline, and now Jonathan Kaminga, for the second time in three weeks, has made it known through his people and via Slates, who joined Steiny and Guru earlier in the day, talking about how he is no longer gruntled. He's now disgruntled again. So you're in a spot where Kaminga's not happy and Moses Moody's getting DNPs against the defending champion in a nine-man rotation. And for what? So you can ride this thing out with the veterans till the end? Okay, well, what does that mean for the trade deadline in 34 days? All right, so let's hear a little bit from Slates as far as exactly where we stand. Jonathan Kaminga and Steve Kerr. A couple things to play for you. Slates was on with Steiny and Goo. Uh, this is Slater saying that the Kaminga situation is motivated mostly by money. You know, the other thing that I think is mixed in here, uh, this is huge. Like, this is a, an important financial moment in uh, Jonathan Kaminga's life. Right, he's extension eligible this summer. Uh, this is when you usually find out if you do or don't get that next big contract. And um, I just think with everything going on, like, and you know, Steve Kerr mentioned it the other day, right? Remember when he was kind of hitting at like personal agendas getting in the way, and then Clay Thompson did his press conference. So mm-hmm. I think eyes were on him, but that wasn't just directed necessarily at one player, right? That was that was that was a locker room comment. Okay, and the other thing uh, is, can this be salvaged?
salvaged between Kerr and Kaminga? Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. You know, I think there's there's a month till the trade deadline. I think there's a lot of question marks on on the future of this team. A handful of players who who I think we will find out a lot more by the trade deadline, and and we'll find out where this front office wants to take this thing. I think if you know Kaminga's playing, you know, steady, consistent minutes. I mean, he has started the the last eleven straight games, but the one thing I will say about Steve Kerr is I do think the job this season is very challenging. The mix, the the amount of players that that should probably be in the rotation, but also the veterans that have earned it who aren't playing well. I mean, we've talked about it all year, but like this is not an easy mix to coach, I would say. I'm glad Slater said that right there at the end. That is one thing that is among, among all the things I feel today, that is definitely on the list. Tough mix to coach. Can all of you who have steam flying out of your ears, just for a moment, this is not an excuse, this does not mean that he's right or that he coached well last night, but can you acknowledge the difficulty that is on Steve Kerr's plate right now with what feels like 12 players who all have a case as to why they should be in the game more. And then think about what we always talk about in the NBA. What's the hard part? X's and O's or managing egos? What did Phil Jackson do well? X's and O's? Who cares? They got Kobe and Shaq. The The triangle. Ball's going in the damn hole. There's nothing you could do to stop it. They're going to win a ring. But what did he have to do well? He had to give them books, and he had to manage their minds and their egos. Andrew Wiggins has been battling something seemingly off and on for a year. Draymond Green is emotionally sideways and unavailable. Klay Thompson seems to be going through a midlife crisis in terms of basketball at age 33. you got two young pups with their agents on line one round the clock right now. Can we not act like he's got obvious answers at every turn? Because he doesn't. No, they're not obvious answers, but... It's just not that difficult. It's not as hard as you're making it sound. I think it is. When a guy is playing well, you play him. And right now you've got 10 guys. You don't have 11. You don't have 12. You've got 10. What if seven are playing well? Well, they're not. And you get into the fourth quarter, and you missed 11 of your final 12 shots as a team. So go ahead and make something different. Like, take Kavon out. Offense, defense. Put Kaminga in. And Wiggins goes cold in the fourth. Put him in for Wiggins. I'm it's not just, arguing that Kaminga should have gone in. It's not as hard as the way you are but laying it out, in it my is. opinion. Of course it is. Because you've got egos. You've got young people. Just play the guys who are playing well. It's, okay. just, it's not as hard as and, you're making it and, seem. And Wiggins was. And so were all of them. And That's, so was Kaminga. Yes. So play him side by side. Um, I, which Even they, though you don't think that that can actually it, happen. It hasn't worked. Like so again, instead, you you ride with your fourth quarter lineup, and no, it, no. it's failing, and you stick with it. I have and it fails said and already you stick with it. twelve times today that Kaminga should have played in the fourth quarter. Yeah, of course, but but you can't ask him to predict the future and to say play the guys who are playing well. Well, that was more than five people last night. So what do you do? Yeah, and then you all play the sudden, guy who's playing great. And all of a sudden, yeah. they weren't playing well, and he didn't pivot. I acknowledge yeah. that. Uh, streaming live on Twitch and YouTube. It's a big audience. Get on in there. Lots going on. Twitch.tv slash 957thegame. YouTube.com slash 957thegame. Watch us live. New hoodie? New hoodie? No, old no, hoodie. No, old yeah, hoodie. Old all hoodie, right, still yeah. fun. It's a classic. <laughs> like and subscribe for all the 957 The Game content. It's brought to you by First NorCal Credit Union. And your call's next on a big day on Willard and Debs. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or... I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. up at midcourt. Murray trying to get a running start. Cannot. Jokic in the backcourt catches. Dribbles on Looney. Jokic from the chase center side. Banked it in at the buzzer and Denver wins the game. Now back to Willard and Dibbs on 95-7 the game. Tragic. Tragic. And yes, my fault. Unbelievable! My fault. I, yeah. How so? Because I told you on the crossover. I don't second believe they, in the this. The second they inbounded the ball, I'm like, you got to throw the ball further up the court. So they inbounded to Jokic, and I, I relaxed. And I go, well, he's not going to make that. I said it out loud. They're not going to make that. He made that. Yeah, he made he it. He made that. <laughs> We were typical uh, moment for supper and I. My bad. She's on her phone, and I'm watching the game, and I let out an audible, oh, blank, <laughs> as I am known to do, but much more passionately than normally. Oh. And she looks up, and I go, turn it off. Turn it off. Turn it off. And she goes, I told you they stink. Oh, I, gosh, great. Thanks for thanks, piling uh, on. Thanks for piling on, She supper. had that take like two months ago, and, and then we went to the Heat game, and they, they actually were terrible. Yeah, she's and she's like, like C. C. So I got a big capital C. <laughs> and then last night, she watched a grand total of zero seconds. And she looked up when I let fly with a classic O blank. And she goes, just turn it off. Okay. Turn it off. I, 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 just, I said, turn it off. Turn it off. I don't want to hear. I don't want to see Sir Charles. Oh. I told you a jump shooting team. Oh, how, happy was, how happy was Chuck when Who, he got to the studio? Let me ask you this. And we don't need game show music for this, but who's happier? Charles or Steiny? Mm. 
That's a horse race right there. And down the stretch they go. Oh, man. Because both are, and I love Steiny, and I don't know Charles, and Steiny doesn't really, well, I don't. I can't even complete that because I think he might actually uh, rejoice in those moments. What, hate the Warriors? Just, I don't think that he hates the Warriors, but I think no, that I think he, he enjoys, enjoys those moments. Yes. yes. Is that Schadenfreude um, when you enjoy the misery of others? Yeah. Well, I, I don't think know. that's what that is. It's something. Because I'm tight. Um, anyway. So, the story by Shams and Anthony Slater. It's a great story. Well, I wish I wish Slates would, would come back on. Bonus Slates? Well, I got one follow up question because we just played the hey, is this relationship. Salvageable. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. You know, I think there's there's a month till the trade deadline. I think there's a lot of question marks on on the future of this team. A handful of players who who I think we will find out a lot more by the trade deadline, and, and we'll find out where this front office wants to take this thing. I think if you know Kaminga's playing, you know, steady, consistent minutes. I mean, he has started the the last eleven straight games, but the one thing I will say about Steve Christ, I do think the job this season is very challenging. The mix, the the amount of players that that should probably be in the rotation, but also the veterans that have earned it who aren't playing well. I mean, we've talked about it all year, but like this is not an easy mix to coach. I'm okay, sure. so if he says, I, yeah, I don't know if it's salvageable. Well, the article, quote, Thursday night was the straw that broke the camel's back. That, well, does, that doesn't sound salvageable to can me. Can a camel get back surgery? <laughs> One hump or two. Not, not on the cheap. Right. So, I, I mean... The straw that broke the camel's back, according to the source, which I would imagine the source comes from one of Kaminga's people, if it's not salvageable, then he's getting dealt. And you got 34 well, days to figure and, it out. And you have to act like that if you're the agent, because your, your right. threat does not hold any water if you're like, boy, we want to trade unless you do something different over the next four days. Exactly. That's just like, no, that's sorry. That doesn't, you have to act big. And also and, in the moment, you're going to be more upset than you would be... Like tonight, if he goes out and plays 38 minutes and gets 37 and 14. What if he doesn't play at all? Wow. <laughs> I mean, that's not, I don't think that's going to happen. But I don't know. I, look, here's, the, here's the, the wording of the tweet. And don't kill the messenger. Shams and Anthony are just telling you exactly what Johnny's agent called and told them to say. And I, I say it like that. Because I'll be straight honest with you, I was a little bothered by the wording. I'm not bothered by his frustration. That's understandable. Not only should he have played, this is a bigger issue than last night, and we know that. If you've been following the Warriors at all, you know that Kaminga, his development, his, his opportunity has been a repetitive issue. This is nothing new to the organization, and it's not the first time that he's spoken up. I was hard on him in the playoffs last year for sure yeah. because I didn't like him speaking up to the Chronicle while he watched rebounds fly over his head. So there's that. <clears throat> but now get to, get to here, to present day, and, and listen to this wording. Shams writes, After sitting the final 18 minutes of the Nuggets' loss, Warriors forward Jonathan Kaminga has lost faith in Steve Kerr and no longer believes that Kerr will allow him to reach his full potential. Okay. No longer believes that Kerr will allow him to reach full potential? All right. I mean, that sounds like a genuine feeling. He's lost faith in Steve Kerr. I got a little bit of trouble with that. 
That's 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 a little problematic when the 21-year-old raw unproven star hopeful star, I should say, um has lost faith in the four-time champion coach and the epic superstar who is alongside the four-time champion coach who has probably got as much to say about this as the coach. Um, the fact that 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 Kaminga is 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 having a hard time finding faith in them. In him, not is, them. It's well, just him. Okay, fine. According to the report, that, but yeah, but this is that's it's a team. I like, get it. Steve I get Kerr it. is the Warriors. Like that's the, there. There has been nothing but kumbaya for ten years of everybody being largely on the same page when it comes to basketball. Sure, there have been disagreements, but when it comes to basketball. That was, it's an orchestra. It's a concert. We know it. We watched it. It's the best. It's the best thing I've ever seen on a basketball court. And now, someone who's 21, I've lost my faith in this outfit. Uh, I, I, I don't know. Yeah. For me, that's supposed to be the other way around. It's strong, but oh, it's clear that the other way around is in existence. So, it's pretty clear to me that Steve Kerr has lost his faith in Jonathan Kaminga. And you go back to last year's playoffs where Jonathan Kaminga went from 16 to 8 to 4 to 0 in terms of minutes. So if you're Kaminga, it's pretty clear that Steve Kerr and the rest of the the power team, quote-unquote, they lost faith in him last year. And then this year, Draymond's out, and now we got faith in you again because now we need you. And then you get to a game against Denver where you play, you play well, and you're you're five of seven. You got sixteen points. You're attacking the rim, and no one else really is. And you're doing all the things they want you to do. One turnover, four assists, and he played pretty well last night. Yep, he really did. And then you don't play again the rest of the ball game. I could see where he's going to be hurt. He's going to be upset. I now, know. But now the fact that he went and he had his people. I don't know if he had his people or if the people just went on their own. I doubt they went rogue and went to Anthony Slater and Sham Sharania on their own, that part of it is a little bit troubling to me. But I think what is being said, I don't think it's wrong, because Steve Kerr clearly lost faith in him. I don't know if he ever had it. Well, I mean, why wouldn't you have faith in him? The guy's been playing great. He's been double digits for the past month and a half. Why wouldn't you have faith in Jonathan Kaminga at the end of games? Because he's never done it before in his life. But he's playing well. This yeah. is the best stretch of NBA he's ever yeah, had. But this, like this is this is brand new. Like I, I love right. that we, we act like Kaminga's established now. Again, I want to back up. I have zero argument with the idea that last night stunk. That was not right. He should have played. Right. And, and that's and, where and, the comments come from. And, and that's, well, no, I didn't know. They got to be bigger than that. You don't go to Shams based on one night. You go to Shams based on two years of disappointment. Right. And I think last year in the playoffs is a big part of it. Because last year well, in the playoffs. He, he was wrong last year in the he playoffs. He was. He absolutely was. Yeah. And then this summer, he went and he, he got in the lab, Mark. He went to the lab and he put in the work. And he came back and he's been more mature. And he's been more, I think, present. He hasn't pouted in these moments. And then you get to a spot last night on national TV where you're playing well against the defending champs and you don't get a sniff over the final 18 minutes. Total mistake. It's, but to Total me it's, mistake. It's more than a, just a mistake. It's an absolute blow to a young player who's okay. played great. I, I buy it. I buy it. 
Now, to go out and have this come out, not only the next day, but hours later, that to me is either a tactical move, an immature mistake, or both. Or napalm. Well, and I think... Tactical move would be the napalm part of it. Like, yeah, I you mean, know what? That's that's why we're out of here. Yeah, trade me, trade him. Hmm. Which interesting time to do it for sure. I mean, you know, you, you, you're 21 years old. You're 21 years old. Budding star. Yeah, um, you're 21 years old. Emerging Hall of Famer. Can't make a free throw. Got that? Ha ha. Yeah. I, and I texted Steiny that at about noon, knowing that it would set him <laughs> off, because that's one of Guru's things. Yeah. You know, he's got that. <laughs> yeah, that's the I'm, ha-ha. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna try to ride this line all day. I know it'll be hard for some people it's to hear. It's tough. Well, it's just two different things. You're keeping it real, though. No, there's there, there's now, and then there's the whole issue. There's now. Last right. night was on Kerr. Last night was on Kerr. I have no issue with that, and I don't know who would even. I haven't heard anyone disagree with that. But in my opinion, too many people are taking last night and maybe even a couple other examples from this year, and, and you're making this umbrella issue out of it, and that's why I asked my question. So that, that, so it, And again, is that where we are? You, you've assessed 34 games, and maybe last year too, some of you will take this back to Draymond and Jordan, whatever it is you're thinking. And you, you have done all the analysis, and you have decided Steve Kerr is the problem. That's what it sounds like, and that's where I have an issue. If you think that there's someone else on planet Earth right now, that if they were coaching the Warriors, this team would still be contending for a championship, or if you feel like championships should not even be part of the thought process anymore, and this should all be about development, and the Warriors have a player development problem, that to me is a more interesting point that might be fair The problem with that is, in my opinion, if you feel that way, I'd like to know what the hell you even want Steve uh, Steph Curry on the team for anymore. If it's time, he's your best player. No, but 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 it's time for the future. Forget now. Now's over. That's what I keep hearing all day. Now's only over when you keep one of your most dynamic players on the bench. But if now's over, then who cares? Well, now's not over yet. The Pistons are in town. You think they care if they win tonight? Oh, absolutely. No, they don't. The players do. Oh, the Warriors care. The or- yes. Uh, I the Pistons meant, yeah. don't care if they of course win. Of not. Because they're all about the future. So if now is over, why do y'all care who won the game last night? Because they don't think that now is over. Right. And if they don't think that now is over, then Steph Curry and Steve Kerr still need to be a big part of this. Fine. Be a big part That's of it. That's all I'm saying. get your ego out of the way and allow yourself to play players who are playing well. Instead of the old tired thing... Of let's just have let's play Chris Paul yeah. and let's play Kavon Looney, who's not the Kavon Looney he used to be. And if Kaminga and Wiggins really can't play together, then do something about then, it. Then, then you should trade if, one. Of them. If it's about uh, now, then something's got to change for the now. I I agree with you there. Like the if you're going to say, and the Warriors have, we're going to make it up as we go along in terms of the closing lineup. Well, then, um. You need to stop doing the fallback of Clay Thompson and Chris Paul all the time. You, yeah, they've started to finally do it with Wiggins. Yeah, sometimes he's in, sometimes he's not. I think that, and that's why I keep saying that his job this year is difficult. I think this is an incredibly not just dangerous game. I think it's impossible. This thing that they're all doing, yeah, we'll just see who's playing well, and we're just going to go with it. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. 
athletes need to know what it is that is expected of them. They need to know what they're preparing for. Um, and the coaches, if they go by this, like, make it up as we go along thing, you're automatically turning yourself into some sort of a psychic or something. Like, you're supposed to know who's going to go out there in the last five minutes and hit shots. And if you're hot, are you still going to be hot? Or are you going to be done with your hot? And if you were hot back in the second quarter, will you be hot again? In the, I mean, it's impossible. Wow. There's no way to know who's going to play well. They could have gone back to Kaminga, and he could have come in and ruined the game. Could have. He could have. But maybe you give him that chance. I, I, and I absolutely would have. Because but, it's not like Wiggins in the fourth quarter was hot. No, but He NBA, was two of three in the quarter. NBA teams don't do it this way for a reason. I, I think the Warriors should pick a route and go with it for a while. And if that's not working, then you can change. But when you change, go with a new route. Make it up every day as you go doesn't work. Well, what doesn't work is what they're doing right now. When you've blown four leads of 18 points or more, and when you get into a quarter where you're up by 18, and then it's down to 15, and it's down to 12, it's cut to 10, and you use your timeouts, maybe you sub in a guy who has played pretty well, even though he might be a little bit cold, because, man, it's been a while since Jonathan Kaminga's played. He's 21. A 21-year-old yeah. has a greater ability to heat it up and get ready than a 39-year-old. I, so, no, I, I have no argument with you. And man. I'm not trying to like none. nitpick over last night only. I look at the bigger issue, which Jonathan Kaminga is clearly frustrated by his role. And he feels like he's done all he can to play, play well, get better, defend better, and do all the things they want him to do. And yet you get into the biggest game of the year and he can't sniff the court. It's frustrating. Yeah, totally. That, that that I get. That I get. But again, so now Steve Kerr is the problem. And and, and No, he's a problem. And you'd like to do something about it. I'd like him to change his ways. Okay. And that, I don't want to I'm fine with that. It's like I just said, pick, you got to pick a route in the fourth quarter. You can't make it up as you go along every game. You can make it, it up, but their their finishing lineup is always changing. It's well, not like they it, go with the same five no matter what. It shouldn't. It shouldn't. They need to have a closing five. They don't have a closing five. They need and to find one. And that's the bigger problem well, of their team. Then. They need to find one. Well, they maybe you, you go to a guy who's played great for the first two and a half quarters, and maybe you throw him in the closing I, I have no issue with that. But do it. And then do it every game. Maybe a tweak here or there based on a matchup or something like that. But this whole, like, I'm going to go by feel, eight minutes to go in the game, and, gee, well, you look good, and, uh, let's see, you've played well, and... Uh, Oh, I forgot about you. Uh, let's see. Are you sweating still? Does anyone need to go to the bathroom? Like, I, th- th- you, it's an impossible situation. Well, they're searching because they don't have it right now. They've got one guy who they feel like they can close with, and he made the biggest turnover of the night. Yep. yep so yep. he's the only guy. You know, Steve was in need of a closer, <laughs> and RNS Garage Doors is not going to help him. Unfortunately, you got Steph. And you've got a whole bunch of who knows what. Uh, let's go to Dallas and Oakland. Hey, Dallas, thanks for calling. You're on with Willard and Dibbs. We're going to get to all of you who are waiting to weigh in. Let's do it. Hi, Dallas. Hey, what's up, man? Good afternoon. To you as well. Um, yeah, so, huh? To you as well. <laughs> oh, appreciate you, sir. Um, yeah, so all this, uh, well, Kaminga's only 21, and uh, he needs to bow down to Steve Kerr. And for, the, the reason. Not just because why we lost last night, 
But Steve Kerr definitely needs to swallow his ego. We don't need to trade him, obviously. He's a great coach. But in this instance, he is wrong. Kaminga should have played not only last game, but the game we lost before. We keep going with Wiggins in the fourth. Wiggins is not a closer. He's not a – he doesn't have the, that sort of DNA in his veins. He, he poops the bed in the fourth quarter a lot of the times. We need to let – it's not like Kaminga's asking for the reins. He's not saying, give me the reins, coach. But he is saying, can you loosen them up and allow me to be what I want to be? We were using words like phenom in regards to Kaminga, and now all of a sudden he's not even a playable in the fourth quarter. That doesn't make sense. And when I look at it, the only consistency is Steve Kerr needs to swallow because last night he thought we were going to win. Then he was going to come to the podium and say, remember that one time that I went with Wiggins instead of Kaminga and we lost? Well, I did it last night and we won. But that scenario didn't happen. We, we lost because the universe doesn't reward stupidity. And um, the Nuggets should have never had a should have never never came down to the last shot of the game, and because it came down to the last shot, that's why it went in. Because that's how the if you guys play basketball, that's how it goes. But Willard, I love you, but you said, oh well, Kaminga's young, and he's these are four time champions. We can't keep saying that because we won't get to the fifth championship if we keep standing on the four that we already got. Jonathan Kaminga's not leading you to a fifth championship either, Dallas. So I, I, I get everything that you're saying. I get everything that you're saying, but the problem, and Dallas, thank you. It's a really good call. What, what, what I'm saying is, and, and where so many of these arguments, to me, fall apart, is we get collectively caught up in the momentary frustration, and many of you want to act on that, I believe. Whether that's firing Steve Kerr or trading Draymond, and I, I keep wanting to ask, to what end? I have no issue if you think Kaminga should have played in the fourth quarter last night. Of course he should have. Of course he should have. But all of the Kaminga fans out there, are you under the impression that if they turn the keys over to Jonathan Kaminga, that's going somewhere at age 21? Would it help in the future? Maybe. If he played more high-leverage minutes against the defending NBA champion instead of Kavon Looney, who Maybe. played four and a half minutes in the fourth quarter, zero points and four fouls? Maybe. Could Kaminga have done better than that Probably. in four and a half minutes? Again, I will not argue that yeah. he should have played last night, but I also told you yesterday I couldn't give a rip about the future. If I give a rip about 2027 or 2026, then I don't care about Steph Curry anymore. But do you care about January 4th? And the answer is yes, and yes. that was yesterday. And you're, we're on the same page about January and, 4th. But you kicked it, and you kicked it because you're stuck. Steve Kerr is stuck in this mindset of playing veterans no matter what. And you played Chris Paul, and he made one shot in the fourth quarter, and he did next to nothing. You played Kevon Looney, you, and you, you <laughs> thought maybe he could defend Jokic, and he couldn't. Do something different. How are you that's gonna, all, that, how that's are you all gonna fans say, are saying. How are you going to say that Steve Kerr is stuck in the idea of playing vets when Pajemski and TJD are all over the floor? Uh, TJD played two minutes okay. in the fourth quarter. Okay, but that's TJD Pajemski also. is like, a different case. Moment. Right. So how are you going to say? I'm saying Chris Paul and Kevon Looney. Those are the examples I'm citing. That's fine. But but we you, we can't use a label that, that has already been disproven. It's well, the not... label fits when it comes to Kevon Looney, a guy who's having a bad year and he's looking less like the championship Kevon than ever. And yet we continue to put him out in these situations and we expect him to be something that he's not That's anymore. totally fine. But we cannot say that Steve Kerr refuses to put young players in at the end because Pajemski's playing 30-something minutes a night. Yeah, I, I didn't say that. I said that you he's... Did say that. No, I said he's stuck in, in the mindset of playing the veterans. Right. Over... 
overplaying Jonathan Kaminga. Now, whether or not he thinks Kaminga is good enough to play in these spots, or if he thinks that, you know, Loon is the answer, he clearly wasn't the answer last night. I mean, that's my question. If if you're frustrated and I get it, like, let, let poke around with that for a little bit. Why do you think Steve Kerr is doing this? Why? Why? He hates Jonathan? He doesn't like his family? I mean, why? We're presented by Fremont Bank, full-service banking, no compromises. More of your calls next on Weathered and Debs. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t